The only life is the fantasy football life. So when you come in here, you better be ready. Now prepare yourself for the Sons of Atherton Man Cave. And here are the bad boys to take you there. Ed, Greg, and John. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome back to the Sons of Atherton Fantasy Football Show. You are live here in Novato, California. I am your host, Ed Fowler, and I am joined tonight by my co-hosts to the very far, far, far left, Mr. John Smith. Thank you, Ed. I am uh, number two again tonight, Greg. You're winning. Hey, hey, you hey, gotta hey. suck at this. Because I'm a loser. Totally. I'm a loser, baby. Yeah. Uh, and and sitting to John's right and my left, he is the meat of our sandwich. Oh boy. Oh god. Mr. Greg Phillips. <laughs> this just got weird. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Hope everything's going well tonight. Welcome Here to the main I'm stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> How are you guys doing tonight? So excellent. Yeah. Really? Excellent. Really good. Yeah, that's I'm, good. I'm well, a little warm. You, yeah. You're warm? Am I a little high? Am I seeing loud? You, you are... I feel a little loud. But, well, I'm, but you're, I'm generally, you're generally a little loud. How hot was it today, anyway? I oh, think, my God. It was oh. like 95, something like that. Yeah. It was crazy. That was in the city. Yeah, I was in East Bay. It was 105. Yeah. 105? Yeah, it was ridiculous. 105 Holy Jesus Christ. It was hot. So, you know, once you get, get past a certain number, Bay. it's all hot. You know what else is hot? My team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One win. Uh, One win. That's that's so sweet. <laughs> Can we start so talking sweet. about my team yet, or do we have to wait? Well, we're, we're going to wait. All right. We're going to wait. We're going right. to wait. Because I do want to say something that I'm really, really excited about. I just read about, just heard about uh, before we started the show this morning. And that is, um, for, for those of you who are Marvel film fans, you may know this name, uh, Kevin Feige, who is the head of Marvel films, basically the architect of the, the MCU, the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. um, he is going to actually be producing a Star Wars movie. Oh, I'm I'm in. Yeah. What? Yes. Yes. I mean, it's all part of the Disney family now. So, right. yeah. So it's a, I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. I, I don't know what that, I'm a little concerned about what that might mean for the Marvel films. Uh, but so, you so know, like some of the Marvel characters are going to start fighting against the Skywalker family, or oh, what? That would be amazing, dude. Can you imagine? Right? Can you imagine Robert Downey Jr. in a Star Wars movie? I bet they haven't <laughs> even thought of that yet, though. It's coming. <laughs> oh yeah, sell it's your coming. idea. Why not? The, the, they'll sell figure it. it out. They'll figure yeah. it out. So that that's that's some uh, non fantasy football news that that's I'm personally cool. excited about. Yeah, I think I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. Uh, but before we get deeper into the show. Um, I do want to kick us off with our our traditional toast, uh, beginning toast. We need a name for this. What yeah. should we call this? Like, I was listening back to our, to the show from last week, and whatever it was, I called it was just like lame. It yeah, was just dumb. We could definitely do better than that. Yeah, whatever that was, it was stupid. The fact that we can't remember it <laughs> tells you how dumb it was. Like opening shot. I think I called it the opening. It was the shot. opening shot. Like it's like the Revolutionary War or something. The right. shot re- heard round the cave. 
<laughs> you're getting, you're getting warmer. I took a shot. Get it? Yeah. A shot. Ah. We're not there, but there's a little better. God, a little that better. Guy Let's stuck. noodle on that one. Let's think about that. Yeah, you got to give us more warning, like to come up with something good for the show. <laughs> but uh, hey, who who chose this shot that we're drinking tonight? We got the Kraken. That was me, buddy. Oh, all right. Pulled it out of the uh, the cabinet, the cabin, the the cabinet. Sorry, the cab- I can't speak tonight. The cabinet. <laughs> The Kraken. The cabinet. Black Spice Rum. Release the Kraken! Let's release the Kraken, gentlemen. Let's have our shot. Yes. Cheers, boys. Sons cheers, cheers. Of Sons of Atherton. It's Wednesday, yes, which yes, means yes. it's Friday somewhere. But probably not. <laughs> wow. I like the Kraken. The Kraken's got a kick, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. It's better than that shit we drank last week. What it, was that, Wyoming It's cracking my ass right now. Wow. Holy crap, I'm going to chase that. I got a crack in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Chase it with a Mai Tai. Wow, yeah, so so we are sort of uh, imbibing in a little uh, crack and rum. Uh, They are not currently a sponsor of the show, but uh, we would would love to have a chat with them if they'd like to be. Be great, we love their product. Send us a bottle, we'll give you a promo. Yeah, well I think we just did for free, so (laughs) send us one anyway. So now they owe us one. Yeah. Why don't we send them a copy of this and... You we owe should. us. We Don't should. make hey. us come collect. Yes. And and we are also sponsored by uh, Mr. Smith's Mai Tais. Yeah, Mr. Smith's Mai Tais. Yes, yes, Mr. Smith. They're direct from Hawaii, made with genuine pineapple juice. Gener- <laughs> genuine Hawaiians. <laughs> you transported this all the way from Hawaii. We got this guy. Tai. They're the new uh, illegal immigrants. Wait, they're actually part what? of the country. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> what, Hawaii? Yes. Oopsie. Hawaii. We added Oopsie. them. Was, yes. well, the whole, it's been a while. There's a whole a while. boatload of people coming over from Hawaii. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We, love, we love you, Hawaii. They're all paler than the three of us, which tells you something. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. So let's, uh, let's, let's get into the recap yeah. from this past week. Uh, Kamish, why don't, why don't you get us kicked off? What, what was your record going into this weekend? I was 2-0, feeling oh, good. Wow. If you guys remember last That's week. That's awesome. I was riding the wave, baby. So, I was riding so the you're, wave. So you're 2-0. and So that was 2-0. and So you... You had a game, and, yeah, and, it was, it was and you're 3-0, right? It's, you're still 3-0, right? That's Wait, not, who are you going up against? Not so much. Uh, well, they changed their name, but it, last week it was called the Rancid Meat Package. Oh, the yeah. Rancid Meat Package. Yeah. Right, the ones that sucked so much weeks one and weeks two. They were okay. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they, they were so bad that we nicknamed them the Rancid Meat Package. I think that was the reason, right? But they yes. were one and one, so like it wasn't no, like it was way better than John's record. So like, I mean, oh, there's I a mean, shot. We didn't call him the rancid, fluffy unicorns. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Although the that's shaggy, a, shaggy unicorns. That's a pretty. <laughs> that's a pretty good name, though. I think we should call that out. So let's go. Let's get right into it. Unicorns needed a bath. We got to get right into it. So, rancid meat package. This was a pretty. Uh, the projections, which you know, you can always trust. Yes. Had me winning by like 30 points. And as the day went on, on Sunday, the gap started to narrow, and then it flipped. At one point it flipped, and I was like, not good, not good. You know, I had Josh Allen, uh, and he was okay. Uh, The big news for me today was Saquon Barkley going down. You know? That sucked really bad, because that was the afternoon slate of games, and I was like, not... My team wasn't performing in the first morning game, so you know it was it was not a good day, and it got so worse. you couldn't get it up in the morning and or I, at night. I couldn't get it up in the afternoon either. It was 
It was bad. They've got a pill for that. And yeah, won't you won't you tell us about that, John? Do you use that pill? <laughs> well, Are you a it's customer? Not Viagra. It's MDMA. <laughs> well, we are not currently sponsored by Viagra. We would actually love to be sponsored by Viagra. We'll stay up just as long as you are. Well, I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> what. I don't, I don't really need any help. I'm already quite randy. <laughs> I might need it someday in the future, but for now, still pretty sharp on the pencil. That's good. That's Thank good you. to know. I think, I think your really pencil's are. pretty dull. So, if any of you sure. ladies out there are looking for some action, yes, for for all you ladies listening to the show, not my wife, feel free. So, feel like, free really? to uh, feel free to leave a message. Sorry, uh, yeah, you can leave a message a on Anchor. We're doing a bit. Yeah, leave leave us a message on Anchor on the Anchor app, and uh, and uh, you won't get hooked up with John, but you can leave us a message. No, I won't touch you, but I'll send you some dick pics. Oh wait! I'm just kidding. We yes. do have explicit lyrics. That's uh, Caston. Our... That's Caston yes. who sends those. Yeah, the okay. emperor. All right. So sorry, sorry, Kamish. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get back to that. I don't know how I recover from that. Yes, nah, nah. I... You, you you can't recover any worse than your team. We can didn't. edit that out. So we? listen, it Ed... wasn't it wasn't horrible, but definitely uh, it was a narrow. I had a I had a narrow window of opportunity going into the one thirty afternoon games. And I was sitting here in the man cave by my lonesome. Didn't have any of the guys over this week. And I was watching the Giants-Tampa Bay game. And that thing was a sad game just to begin with. Because you had, you know, the whole... Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. (laughs) And it was, uh, you know, it was the whole thing about Danny Dimes and Daniel Jones. You know, the whole thing, replacing Eli. Wait, who was Danny Dimes? Because I, I kind of missed this over the weekend, I'll admit. That's his handle now. Daniel New quarterback? Jones, the quarterback for the... That's... Yeah. He's already got That's, a nickname. Daniel but, Jones' nickname is Danny Dimes. No, I heard it once, and I just thought I would uh, a, see His where nickname it is... A, is <laughs> and what team does he play for? New York Giants. Yes, exactly. So exactly. he's got the nickname of a two-bit gangster. <laughs> Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Nobody messes with Danny Dimes. He looked good, though. Because he'll turn on you. He looked really good. He looked really good for his first game in the NFL. Yeah. And I did you, did you see, like, Eli, even after he got that first touchdown, Eli gave him a little... Oh, he was fist bumping. Hey, kid, fist bump. Way fist to go. bump. Nice. Fist bump, kid. He did that a lot. He did. He did. It was nice. Daniel Jones scored a lot. You yeah. know who wasn't fist bumping? Saquon Barkley. Oh, so that's where by yeah, that's where, that's where my <laughs> afternoon went wrong because I only lost by seven point eight points, and so that was the first thing that happened. So Saquon, oh, that was the first thing. Yeah, there's more. Please tell us. So Saquon, you know, he got injured, and it's looking like it's four to eight weeks, high ankle sprain, which really sucks, but whatever. And uh, then I got all dizzled on. I got dizzled on top of it. <laughs> with Will yeah. Dizzled Dizzly? I Seriously. love that. Was it Will Dizzly? I totally got Willie dizzly on. And it... <laughs> Big Montana. That's it. Seattle... Nuts. D- <laughs> you got a little D's nuts on you. So with 0.00 seconds on the clock, there was a free play, if you didn't watch it, at the end of the Seattle uh, Jets game. I'm sorry, Seattle-New Orleans game. And they were down by two touchdowns. It didn't matter. Like, this is where you, like, would typically see take a knee, right? You don't want to get somebody injured. But no. What does Russell Wilson do? He drops a touchdown in Will Disley. And so that was 
the margin of victory for the meat package. So, uh, so it was a <laughs> just, the most put, just put that on a loop, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> so enough about me. But no, let's I, keep talking about how much you suck. Well, well he's two and one. Let's talk about Emmanuel Sanders because that sucked. Uh, Chris Godwin five point five. Yeah, Saquon Barkley five point seven. Let's just keep going. My one highlight. I had actually had two highlights. Two. Well, good for you. We're going to talk about the Raiders, and this will be the only time we talk about the Raiders this week. Oh, my God. Darren Waller. Fuck, that guy's good. That guy. No, he's really good. 13 receptions, 134, and that's 21.6 without a touchdown. He didn't have a touchdown. I'll trade you to Ertz right now (coughs) for Waller. No. Man, what is going on with Ertz? Is he hurt? No, is, is he, he hurt? His hurts? second week was awesome. Remember, he got like 15 targets and 13 receptions. But then this week, it was like, eh, we don't really need him. He's good at blocking. He's more of the function of the how that whole offense is running right now. It's not good. It's bad. It's no. dysfunctional. Yep. So I lost. Good job, Meats. And uh, you've already changed your name this week to the Charcuterie Meats. Really? Yeah, they're not the uh, Rancid Meats anymore. Oh, nice. Which, uh, we vote that one out. Yeah, where's that little sound bit again? You know, that, let's do that one. Charcuterie we, we can, meats, or maybe they should play this. Walrus, walrus, I like walrus. Walrus, I eat fish. Walrus. <laughs> what, what was that? I like walrus. Oh. Walrus. The walrus. <laughs> I like walrus. Oh, oh okay, God. walrus. Okay, so Darren okay, Waller. Okay, let's try that again. Let's try that again. Walrus. I eat fish. Walrus. I eat fish. Walrus. Is that because of my Darren Waller reference? Yes. What else is it going to be? I got that. I got that. Yes. Yes. Welcome. (laughs) Just like Kamish. A day late. So I'm two and one. And Congratulations I'm, on two and one. And, and I'm he's tilting. Not, he's not filting guilt about that. I two was and one. feeling amazing uh, oh. going into this week. Now without Barkley and uh, Montgomery put up a stinker on Monday Night Football. Uh, my best player is the New England Patriots defense. That's literally my best player right now. Well, you know, honestly, <laughs> like that's not. Well, no, no, no. Actually, that's not a bad best player to have. I mean, if they're going to go out and score fifty points for you, fifty's eh, good. Yeah, you know, that's like, really good. That's like if, three guys on the average person's team. Exactly. But they scored 17, which wasn't enough to get it done. Against the Jets. Sad. That was so sad. Can't they play the Dolphins every week? <laughs> what, wasn't it two years ago you had like a defense that scored all your points for you? Yeah. Was that the Bears? Or who, uh, no, somebody Joe Bears. I think I had the... That was the year... That was... That was the year. No, not Jacksonville. That was the year that the Broncos were so good. Oh, okay. Yeah, Broncos were amazing. They were your top Broncos. player, best player. The no, no fly zone. So let's talk about another matchup. Yeah. How about Ed? Oh yes. Let's talk about Ed. I'm 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 happy to talk about uh, you guys, about the you're looking good, dude. And I think that's enough about it. Let's move on. <laughs> so I was going up against uh, the Wayward Sons. We're facing off against the running of the Bulls. And it, uh, it looked like it was going to be a tough matchup. Uh, running of the Bulls had Patrick Mahomes, Left Bell, Malcolm Brown, Devontae Adams. Bears defense. Uh, Adam Thielen, Greg Olson, John Ross III, Matt Stafford, and that vaunted Chicago Bears defense. Mm, mm, so that, mm, I mean, that sounds like that's going to be a lineup that, that you're not going to beat. Well, uh, if you don't count Malcolm Brown. Well, yeah, outside of that. He got .7 points, so... Yeah, good for it, you, Ed. It it it, it turns out 
it turns out being uh, Todd Gurley's backup is not always going to be a lucrative position. Um, but yeah, so I had uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy how my team turned out. I ended up winning that matchup. You exploded. Uh, one one seventy three point two to running out of the Bulls one thirty seven point four. Yeah, it it was. I mean, I got some great, great games. That was a big. Come on, that was a big the, week, dude. You had the two highest wide receiver outputs. Yes. Oh my God, Mike Evans and Mike Keenan Evans. Allen. Oh my oh, God. Shit. Mike Evans got uh, eight receptions for 190 yards and three touchdowns. Got me a 42 points. And then Keenan Allen, geez, 13 receptions, 183 yards, and two touchdowns for 38.1 points. That Son was the most bitch. ridiculous. I was watching that game. I mean. Like, Phil Rivers, he's got such a man crush on Keenan Allen. Every single pass play, it triple, if the whole entire team, the whole defense is covering Keenan Allen, Phil Rivers is throwing to Keenan Allen. Yes, yes, because Keenan Allen is going to catch it. He's infinite. He's really good. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's amazing. So you had two guys that almost together scored, like, you know, had like 400 yards <laughs> Receiving. Yes. Yeah, and basically almost eighty points just with those two guys. So yeah, I, I that that felt pretty good. I mean, and then Dak uh, Dak Prescott had had a good solid game. He had an interception, but he had two hundred and forty six yards with three uh, total touchdowns, twenty six point five points. Uh, Cowboys defense, who I started against the Miami Dolphins, they didn't have that kind of. Uh, Patriots kind of uh, play mm. against uh, the Dolphins. Dolphins actually put up a fight for a while. They were in it for about a quarter and a half. Yeah, so Cowboys D got me 12 points. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, and I got a nice solid 15 points out of Aaron Rodgers. You're really expecting like double that against Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I'm super happy I won the game. But I'm anxious about the reality of ever being able to get those kind of games out of Mike Evans and Keenan Allen again. No, you know, they're going to be just fine. You should be worried about your two keepers. I mean, Carrion and James Conner. Yikes. Yeah, I I am. Like, I still got to start them. Yeah. I still got to start them for now. I mean, partly because I don't really have anybody better to start. Raheem Mostert. Um, I like yeah. that guy. Yeah. I mean, he might. Who knows? It sounds like Tevin Coleman might be back after their bye. So we'll see what happens with the Colonel. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I picked up James Washington. I still have Darwin Thompson, who I was really surprised he did not get more action Nothing. in that game. Who was that Daryl Williams guy who just got all the work? I have no idea, but... Daryl Williams? Yes. The, the other D. Williams. Yeah, I never heard yeah. of that guy. Yeah, but, yeah, and then he's the... Yeah, I don't know. So, that's a... It's a I'm, I'm, I do not have a deep bench, let's put it that way. You can drop Darwin Thompson now. <laughs> yes, but it, but he's a keeper. You know, you're right. He's a potential keeper. Yeah. So I would keep I would hang on to him, but you for know now, for no. now. For now. We're three games in. Right. We're, we're three games in. You yeah. don't have a deep bench, but you've got a really strong starting lineup. And yeah, for so now. So as long as you can muscle through like the bye weeks, you're gonna be you're looking good, man. Dak yeah, Dak so, so. Prescott was the pick. He was, he's your keeper for next year. Damn it, I That's who your that keeper guy. is for next year. Dak. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, flubbed like, it. Yeah, like I got Dak, and who knows? Like I, it could be, uh, it could be Keenan Allen, because I could keep Keenan Allen in the third. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. see that. Or or Rogers in the fourth. Nope, 
I could. No, no. I could. OJ Howard. I mean, think about OJ Howard. Uh, I, I see him having a bounce ooh. back season next year. You should keep him. <laughs> yeah, right. You took that guy in the sixth round. Yeah. Ooh, burn. Yes. You that, know, there's I a mean, couple of things that jump out here before we move on. Yeah. No, no, Devontae good. Adams. The whole offense for the Packers is just off. Yeah. It's completely off. They. Uh, They're still winning. I know. That's the it, weird it, it's, part. It's, it's, it's weird because, yes, I, I think everybody, even the Packers, would agree with exactly what you're saying, but they're still winning. So They're winning, so I don't, I don't, I don't know about, much about LaFleur and like the offense he ran before. but LaFleur <clears throat> and the offense he ran before. Before LaFleur. But Devontae Adams, man, he's not looking right. Like the whole offense, you know, I was looking at the stat line, and they were saying that uh, Aaron Rodgers is on pace right now. Three games, I understand it's a small sample. Yes. For passing for 3,500 yards. That's it for the wow. season. Meanwhile, look at the running oh of the Bulls. God. Pat Mahomes is on pace currently for passing for 60 touchdowns and over 6,000 yards. It's crazy. That's the pace he's on right now. So he, here's a question I have with Pat Thank Mahomes. God Joel's rest of his team stinks. <laughs> yes, right? And Tyreek got hurt. Yeah. I mean... So here's the question I have with Pat Mahomes. I realize how early it is in his career to say this, but is he already a Hall of Fame quarterback? Nope. No. Really? No, not already. I mean, no. How the, could the you guy, have a... Wait a minute. The, I, I'm, I'm asking. The way that he has... It's asking the question. The way that he has sort of revitalized that position and re-energized that position is really interesting. The way it's starting to trickle down... To all the other teams, like everybody wants that that high energy, high flying offense. Look, look at the Ravens with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I'm, Ky- I'm just Kyler Murray. You know, it's it's interesting to to talk about. I think I would say it's more of a, a sign of the times. You know, you look at like a, it's, right. it. We're witnessing a changing of the guard. Yeah, like, I'd you agree. Get the Brady Breeze, you got Rivers, Roethlisberger, Ela, all these kind of like pocket passers, like throw for five thousand, you're good, right? Now you got this high octane offense, you know, a quarterback that's both good at passing in the pocket and can scramble and run. That's like the new face of the NFL. Honestly, I don't even think of Mahomes as a scrambler. He just does it. He does it only if he has to. Yeah. Right. He's he doesn't not, look he's not to Lamar do it. Jackson. He's just, he just got right. a fucking amazing arm. Yes, and he can put it anywhere that's he wants it. to. He can make any throw. He just looks so natural doing it. There's no stress about the guy. He just looks like he's playing with kids. Yes. Yeah, he's just on another level. That's why I'm saying, like, it seems like he is on his way to having a Hall of Fame career. Do this for five more years, guaranteed. Usually you have to get more than that uh, for a Hall of Fame career, but, you know... the. I, I, don't, I don't mean if he stopped playing right now, would he be a Hall of Fame quarterback? Because the trajectory yes, he he's on. But the trajectory he's right. on is, even if he doesn't win any Super Bowls... Definitely. He's, I mean, like he's going to sure. obviously have that point where he starts to kind of fall off. Because I don't know how old he is he now, probably 19. I think he's like 35. <laughs> he's 47 <laughs> years old. But you're right, though. He's, he's transforming the league. He's transforming the position. You know, I, I look at like, you know, remember when like they they were looking for basketball players? You know, you had like Antonio Gates and you had uh, yeah. Tony Gonzalez and you had Jimmy Graham, mm-hmm. all these former basketball players because they can high point the ball and do all this stuff and box out. 
I'm wondering if they're going to start looking for baseball players, people that can do both for quarterbacks. Because, you know, like Russell Wilson, he's a, he was a star, you know, like five-star recruit coming out of uh, high school and college for, uh, for baseball. Right. Patrick Mahomes, man, he was like top talent. And then Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray was drafted uh, in the first, uh, first round, right? Yeah, by the A's, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, are they going to start looking at these guys because they can just, like, wing it? you know, forever and scramble. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's transformative. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, his dad, right. His dad was a baseball player. Right. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Right. Played for the Mets. Yeah. Yeah. So he was a gym rat. He hung around the locker room all the time. Probably threw 10,000 balls in his life. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's a God. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I I just think it's cool. I mean, I I think Joel, um, I, I think Joel has a lot better team than what he, uh, what he ended up, what what ended up happening this weekend? Um, I, I think it's just his team didn't score to their capacity, and my team probably scored over their capacity by a great deal. Yeah, because Mike Evans the week before was was invisible. Yes, like yeah, he, like he had a great the, week. Yes, the last two weeks after the last two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, not that I would not have started Mike Mike Evans, but you did have that consideration of like, oh fuck. Is Godwin taking everything? Yes. Now? Yeah. Like you're like how how much longer do I keep putting? And and to come back to 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 Greg's question, I am currently having that debate right now with Carry On. Yeah. And James Conner, more, probably more with James Conner than Carry On. Yeah, I agree. But just because that whole team is sort of a mess. But yeah, I don't know. Like we'll we'll see how it goes. It's I do wonder. Because we're sort of talking about what's going on with like the the Packers and everything, I do wonder if a little bit of this. We are week three, so there <laughs> is an aspect of the whole the fantasy football um, effect on on just regular football, and we are so hyped and we are so ready to go that three weeks in, we're like, oh my god, these guys suck, you know? Oh yeah. And, sorry, that oh, was yeah. a little louder than I expected. <laughs> no, but they do. Yeah. yeah. But then by the end of the season, they're like Super Bowl champs. Right. So I just and, and they're also not playing the preseason. Most of these guys are not playing the preseason. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers did not play one preseason game. Right. A lot of these snap. guys. Yeah. So they're just kind of warming up. Yes. You yeah. know, they talk about, you know, in a game there's four quarters, in a season there's four quarters. So there's sixteen games. So they say like the the first four games, that's when the team is kind of forming its identity. It's like we're just past game three. So, like, there's still some teams out there that are still forming their identity. They're, like, gaining some traction. Right. You know, you can really judge a team around week five. That's kind of like when you really start to see their true identity. What is their offense? What's their scheme? And how good is their defense? That kind of stuff. Right. Which players are they really going to use? And, right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we're, in, we're in the middle of all that. So, I'm going to say one last thing before we move on. Okay. Yeah. Running of the Bulls. Man, he's one and two. And that guy has spent half of his... Fab money already. He's down to 106. No kidding. Yeah. He went hard. He changed out three of his players uh, two days ago. He picked up three running backs. So, so we, we should talk. We should talk about Fab a little bit later in the show when we run through finish run through the oh, rest of this. Because okay. uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, this is the for anyone new to the show. This is our first season with Fab, and uh, yeah. So we'll talk about that in a minute, though. 
Uh, so let's uh, let's let's transition into uh, Pink Fluffy Unicorns versus Chuck Norris. Yeah, I know it sounds like a mismatch just by the names of the teams. Chuck Norris usually could whoop ass on Pink Fluffy Unicorns, but yes. this was my lucky week. Yes, it did look time, good. John. It was not looking good for me. I got burned the first two weeks by Monday Night Football and one point losses, and I was like, man, how bad can it get? It looked bad going into Sunday Night Football. You were the best yes. 0-2 team out there. Everybody said so, <laughs> especially my mom. She And her friends would call me and say, John, you know, keep your chin up. You're, you're good. You're yeah, very right. good. Hang in there, kid. Anyway, so I won't go into all the details of what happened, but let's just say Cooper Cup showed up on Sunday Night Football. Wow. Like, I really needed him to. And That guy's uh, awesome. He bailed me out and got me at like 28 points. I don't even know. I can't see it here on my screen because I'm not yeah. very talented. <laughs> yeah, he oh, got you yep. 28.7 points. 28.7 points. 11 receptions. Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin keeps Cook doing it, man. Dalvin Cook's he's... falling out. Where did you get Dalvin Cook? Oh, the second round. He's not a keeper. Oh, yeah, he's not damn. a keeper. But he's really good. A lot yeah. of guys passed on Dalvin Cook, and he's the number one running back in fantasy right now. So how are you feeling about Marquise Brown? Uh... I like him. He didn't Hollywood. do well last week, but I think he's got. Uh, I think he's got staying power. Uh, we'll find yeah. out more after yeah. the next couple of weeks. But I like him. I think he's fast. Uh, he's number one you know, target for Lamar Jackson. Didn't have a great right. week last week, but I, I can live with that. Are you worried about Ertz? I'm worried about Sony Michelle. Uh, you should be. Sony Michelle's thinking. You, you cannot average. Should be worried. Two yards. You can't average two yards. The only thing that's saving him is a couple of touchdowns, but, you know, yeah. he just stinks. He had 11 yards and one touchdown. Well, he sucks. I don't I, I don't know that he sucks. I think he's just on a no, team that's sucks. really freaking hard. No, he's not running for shit. And when he gets the ball, he's not doing anything with it. So You realize if Sonny Michelle's listening, he's crying right now. Yeah, I'm not going to panic. You're I'm making keeping a the guy. Unless anybody has a good offer for him, but I'm keeping the guy. <laughs> I'm gonna wait. I'm not gonna play him right now. But he's I got a bright future. He's got to be better. He's got to be. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not worried about him. My quarterbacks both. I've cut them both already. I'm, I'm, I was your I'm pickup s- of the week. Tell about your uh, pickup of the week. Jacoby Brissett actually. Uh, Greg. Greg actually gave me a little bit surgical. of surgical. Like, dude. He, he looked at me before, the, before this week. He's like, dude, are you keeping Cam Newton? The guy's injured. He's not going to be there. I'm like, no, I'm, I got to hold on to him. I got too much draft capital. Cut that bait. You know, get <laughs> rid of him. Yes. Grab somebody off Good of the advice. waivers. Good advice. And Brissett turned out to be uh, the week winner for me. He's looking really good. He looks really good. You're I'm looking thinking. like you're going to lose that water bet, John. Uh, the Brissett one? No, we had a water bet a couple of episodes ago that the, uh, the Colts would finish under 500. That the Colts would? Yeah. Oh. You, you did that. Son of a... Well, it's okay. You I've got Jacoby Brissett and actually playing the Colts defense this week. So I'm, I'm going to lose the water bet. I'll, I'm going to lose a lot of water bets this year. <laughs> but that's okay. If you win in the end, <laughs> so I got, I'll um, take all the losses so to the water bet. Enough about my team. I'm off to Schneid. I've got the number one running back in fantasy football. Well, and I'm going to work it out. I'll there, figure there, it out. There is one guy I want to talk about that you left on the, the bench... Mr. Mm. Tony Pollard. Oh my! Well, that was you just couldn't have predicted. That, oh, though. the garbage man can. No, that's what Tony Pollard got. <laughs> that is that game was in the hand. definition of garbage. Yeah, time. but you since you won the game, it's okay. But if you would have lost, you'd be like, Fuck. no, no, no. Nobody would have started Tony Pollard yet. No, it's, it's no. Zeke's show. They just benched him for Tony, and you know we don't need to get him hurt. So Tony got in there and just looked great. In fact, yeah. everybody says everybody, including my mother, uh, he's the number one handcuff. <laughs> 
in football right now, but without think, a doubt. I think the Pollard moral of the story is that he owes me uh, half of his win because I told him to do Brissett and then uh, swap out Demarcus Robinson for Brissett. Yeah, I'll give you half of margin. The, I'll of give victory. you half the money I won on that. Let me and, I'll well, pay so you let, on my way out. Let's talk. Let's talk for a second about uh, Chuck Norris's team. I mean, he got a great showing out of Lashawn McCoy. Who going into this game, everyone was just like, "Oh, this guy's this guy's hurt. This guy's hurt. He's not going to play much." Well, he got hurt in the game. No, I know, but yeah, yeah in this game though, he, uh, which is what we're talking about. Yeah. So. But yeah, two yeah. guys get hurt. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton went out with an injury, so that <laughs> a lot of good things happened yeah. for me to win that. You know game. what I mean is sure. like in the game, like the pregame, they they were there was some news press that that he was going to not Wait, news press. Come on, let What's me do news my own press. <laughs> That's a double entendre. Some press. <laughs> Bet you didn't know what, I knew, what that meant. <laughs> Some pressiculation. And it was like they were saying he wasn't going to play. And then at the last minute they said he was going to play. So it was like people were probably benching LaShawn McCoy based on the pre, the pre-warm-up, uh, the pre-game warm-up. Yeah. yeah, and then he ended up running for 54 yards, which isn't great. But then he got two touchdowns. So Also not great when you're playing him. Yeah. Well, but you got 21 points out of him. I'd be happy if I got 21 points out of a running back. No, I meant when you're playing against him. Oh, oh okay. okay. Mm. Right, yes, yes, that's true. Uh, Josh Jacobs ran for four point, or ran for 44 yards, got uh, 4.4 uh, points for Chuck Norris. Uh, you got a good, uh, you got a good, good set of points out of Kyler Murray, and then got 14 points out of the Saints' defense. Uh, I have to ask something. Is he just trying to slowly build an entire Detroit Lion lineup? Isn't that funny? So he's got Galladay. He also picked up Hawkinson, and now he just picked up Ty Johnson. Oh, no one's so ever sweet. even heard of that guy. Yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah, he's the second that's... to your carry on Johnson. Oh, maybe it's Johnson and Johnson. You got to get him Stafford. I've been really just a breeze, cast. Sweet. Take off. Every inch of those Detroit Lions. Anyway, just every saying. single. Inch. So you got it, man. So I got it. My luck change. You pulled I had it out. Bad man. luck. My luck change. I wait, owe it. Wait, wait. I owe it okay. to Kamish. There you go. Sorry. And uh, uh, your luck too can change, Dave Casson. You, yeah. you, you know what you need to do to change your luck around here? Bring some beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along to our next matchup. When you come to the cave, we you had bring beer. We okay, had, we had back to back Edison Sosa. Wait, can, can I can I just say, I, mm. and we've called him out repeatedly on this podcast. Edison has been like really dropping the ball on the name changes this mm-hmm. season. We're three games in, and he's still with the same fucking name he started with. What's going yeah. on there? Come on, lazy bones. I don't think he cares. Come on. He's the champ. He doesn't Come have to. On. He doesn't have to do what we want him to. He's the champ. You know who the new name changer is? Is now the meat package. First they were the complete meat package. Then they were the rancid meat package. Now they're charcuterie uh, meat package. I can't even say charcuterie. Charcuterie. So. I had to practice that before this. Oh, it's a charcuterie. We can't change our names. Edison just keeps winning. Yeah, but our names are so perfect. We can't yes, change. That's true. Wayward that's Sons. True. I yeah. would never change that. No, I won't. Even even if I don't have carry on, I'm no. going to keep. And that pink one. fluffy unicorns. I mean, come on. Yeah, and the commish. I mean, yeah, you're the commish. What but else? You remember you last year he was doing some fun stuff. The commish yeah. and the knish, and, you, and that was yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that yeah. was a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, Edison. Yeah. Edison keeps winning, man. And regardless of that, Edison keeps winning. The yes. human joystick. 
the human video game. Excuse uh, me? Uh, sorry. I don't sorry. know what that means. The human joystick. <laughs> Kids, don't Google the human joystick. It's a... <laughs> I get Edison this week. It's a thing week. for mommies and daddies. I, I can't wait to play him. Kamara. I like, I like my chances. And daddies. Kamara, your boy. Mommies. You're going to go against your, your old keeper. I love Alvin Kamara. That Have you seen that commercial awesome. where Kamara, like he's sitting with a guy who, I guess they did a trade or something, and the guy's sitting. At, oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like crying and stuff, and he puts his arm around Kamara, and the guy knocks on the front door, and he's like, come on, you're coming with me now. <laughs> <laughs> he got and traded. Then, and then the guy's like, it was good knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. That's Nobody, a great. It's a great commercial. You do not trade Kamara or McCaffrey this year. I don't no, care what they offer no, you. No, no. But Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins didn't come through for him. Yeah, Sammy Watkins got uh, five receptions for sixty-four yards and eight point nine points. Not a terrible week. I mean, he didn't donut, but Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. Look, first two weeks he was averaging twenty-two points. Mark Floundrews. And he got he th- and he got three. Ouch. Yeah, that hurts. But That's fantasy. And the soon to be irrelevant Austin Eckler. Oh my God. No, he won't. Thirty six yards. Why is he irrelevant? No way, man. He's uh, still really good. Because he was irrelevant this week. So Was he? Sure, why not? What did he get this week? He's the uh, number six yards. He's the number three running back through three yeah. weeks. Yeah. So, the, but, but that will be that will be interesting. Uh, so Melvin Gordon, it's been announced today that Melvin Gordon is going to be making his way back to uh, the team, and he's going to he won't start this weekend, but he will be back practicing with the team this no week. No kidding. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. So did he? He didn't. He didn't sign a new contract. He just. No. He just so this is what everybody was wondering. Yeah. Would he just hold out, hoping that they needed him, and he just kind of like I he's doing. You know what? He's doing the smart thing. He he's saved. Saying, totally he caved. Yeah. yeah, he's saying, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna play. You guys are one and two. Yeah, I'll take my eight hundred grand a week, and you know. Yes. Yeah, and then what go into get free paid? agency. Something like that. It's it's something like that. It's 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 enough to be significant to what he's lost in these first three games, and I'm sure he sees the writing on the wall that okay, Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, they're putting up great numbers. He can absolutely, you know, play his heart out. He they probably won't use him to the kind of degree they would have used him before, anyways. So he can come back. Not worry so much about blowing out a knee or whatever, and then go into free agency and get some big bang money. He's only making five point six million. Well, doesn't he have another year left on his contract? After he's, a this? Uh, he's a pauper. No, this is not his like contract year. This no, it is. is like, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, no, I, I think thought he, he goes into free contract. I think no. I think he goes into free agency. This is his last year. Yeah, it's oh. it's Ezekiel that yeah. had an extra year. Uh, yeah. yeah, Zeke was the one you're worried about. Yeah, so he yeah. didn't get anything. He just kind of tucked his tail between his legs and came back and said, "Hey, dude, but I want to be back with the team." Yes, but yeah, and you know what though, like. I, I give him respect for that because he's like, you know what? I just want to get back. Okay, maybe this was not the right decision for me to do, but, you know, I did it. We're going to move forward. And, you know, it's better than, like, is did Lev, was it really worth it for Lev Bell? Not really. He you lost know, a whole he, season. He lost a whole season of money, and he didn't get the kind of money he thought he was going to get. Right. Yeah. So. I don't know. It'll We'll see how it plays out. You know, I think he saw that he had no leverage left. 
He had I nothing. Mean, yeah. no. Mel, Mel Gordon had no leverage. His only yeah, play yeah. was to come That's back yeah. and earn a paycheck. Yeah, yeah they yeah, weren't totally. losing games because he wasn't there. Because Eckler was killing it. So, sorry, Edison. You're about to go down. No, not not yet. Uh, he's got him for this week, so I got to play that guy. I got to play Kamara and Eckler. Yeah, that sucks. But Edison's Edison's also got a nice strong bench too. I've always always said that about Edison. You get a nice strong bench there. Yeah, Edison. yeah. Um, I don't know how to think about uh, that. Marquez, Marquez, sorry, Marquez Valdez Scandling got a nice uh, six receptions for ninety nine yards and a touchdown, eighteen point nine points. We call him MVS. MVS. What's he doing this week? Right now he's got Kirk Cousins on his bench and nobody. He's got Brandon Cooks in a super flex spot. You know when sure, I why not? when I look at Heisenberg, like he's got a really good team. Yes, he does. I mean Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, McCaffrey, Juju, who's played under where he should be, and but Ingram, man, that dude is going crazy. Yeah. With, now he's going to get even more without mm. Barkley. Yep. No, yep. no, no. I don't give him too much credit. Lamar Jackson's good, but he has his off days. Aaron Jones is underperforming. McCaffrey's crazy good, and then one week he's not. But Schuster's way under. Mike Williams, no big whoop. Juju's under, but he's still there's still some consistency there. Is there? Well, there's enough consistency to rely on. It's not. It's better than some of the receivers I've had, where it's like six points. Right. You know, like he, at least he's got. Let's see what he's gotten so far he's this got season. Ten. I 10, think Juju's going to have seventeen. A, Juju's going to have a big week against Seattle at home. I think I think yeah. he's oh, going to yeah, have a fantastic yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Heisenberg's got Melvin Gordon. There you go. That is that also coming true. Back. But Jarvis Landry, you can cut that guy. Curtis Samuel, Devin Singletary. Okay, John Singletary's Brown. hurt. I think he's looking at Singletary <laughs> as a keeper. He's got to at least be considering because that that team is looking good. So yeah. Anyways, okay, moving right along. One more matchup. We got one more matchup. The Judas Unicorn. The Judas. Armchair Assassin. Judas Unicorn against the Ghost. The Ghost Armchair Assassin. Ghost is pretty solid, but he's just cracked. Russell Wilson, 45.3 points. That was pretty amazing. Russell Wilson is looking really good. He's looking like he did a couple of years ago. You remember that? You remember that Monday night? When I when I when I stabbed you in the back, John, you know when <laughs> you were up by like thirty points, and all I had was Russell Wilson. I, I think you might have been up by forty. Yeah, points. I think we had to take him to the ER because you stabbed him in the back. And Russell had his, one of his Russell games where oh, he God. just like totally came back. He threw for like five thousand yards in one game, and he's yards. you were down by I I was down by forty, and I think he scored like forty two points. I have selective memory, Greg. <laughs> And I forgot all about that. He looks pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. 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 He looked good that week. But, you know, they don't throw the ball a lot. I mean, you can't. Three games is not enough of a sample size. He threw for 406. No, he did. And but four what did touchdowns. He throw? How many passes did he throw week one? I don't know, but he threw for 406 this he week. He threw 10 passes. In the no, first. that you're thinking of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> But Kirk Russell Cousins. Wilson, Perfect. okay, Perfect. but Russell this Wilson, his first week, did not throw a lot of riveting conversation. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I just gotta say, like, and and I mean this. Oh, the Judas Unicorn has a lot better team than his record reflects. That is he true. He is the only zero and three team. Yes. In the league. And and for those of you who maybe new to our show, first of all, welcome. 
Welcome. No, his team's good. Glad to have yeah. you. Uh, the Judas Unicorn uh, was also the, the the ultimate loser last mm-hmm. season and ended up wearing the unicorn uh, costume uh, for his uh, his little uh, initiation. I'm uh, actually loser. nervous. Yes. I'm actually nervous. I'm playing him this week, and without Saquon, my number one running back is Joe Mixon. Dude, Uh-oh. he's favored. I'm pretty he's favored against you this week. He's oh, he three. Oh, he just changed his lineup. Yeah, you're right. No. Yep. He's yeah. got Brady, who's balling. Yeah, Tom Brady, Devonta Mark Freeman. Ingram's, Ingram's he picked up Winston. Great. He Who picked did? up Winston. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, mm-hmm. I know. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, and he got 31.5 points uh, out of Winston, and uh, I hope he keeps getting those points because that means hopefully they're all going to Mike Devonta Freeman's not going to have a good week against Tennessee. No, no. But Jameis Winston is going up against the Rams, who have a good defense, but it's going to be a high-scoring game. So he's going to be passing like crazy. He might get some interceptions, but he might get enough uh, touchdowns along the way. Yeah, it's no fun. uh, It's no fun for him next week. He's got Winston going against his own defense. That sucks. I I will never do that. I will always do my best to pick up another defense. Really, I I can't do that. It's no fun. Well, it just feels (laughs) I, I my defense scores, but then my offense. But how do you Suffers. do that? Because you have so many offensive players. Like the chances of you not being able, like you know what I'm saying. Like the permutations. That well, we're three games in, and I haven't done that yet. <laughs> but that takes a lot of work and like an advanced strategic planning. You got to pick up the right D, and well, it's got right, to be a good D. You can't true. just pick up anyone. Well, right now I have the Ravens D, but I don't have any Ravens players. Uh, Why would you? Right. So exactly. I so. got Marquise Brown. Yeah, I'll trade him to you. <laughs> no, I'm doing that exact thing. You know, I got Buffalo quarterback. I got Josh Allen, and I got um, the timeless wonder, Frank Gore. But I'm going against the Patriots defense. So yeah. like, I'm doing that same thing. You're stacking week. them. So according to ESPN, Armchair Assassins is actually the projected winner of the, the league this year. Uh, and I can, I can see why. Uh, he's got Deshaun Watson, who's just falling out. He's got Chris Carson, who I know has had some fumble issues as of late, but I think he's just a, a great running back, and he's going to keep getting that work, especially because Rashad Penny is continually hurt. I would seriously no. I'm glad you said that because that's actually a position that I got my eye on. Chris one? Car- Number Chris? one position? No, Chris Carson. Oh, 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 oh. I think, I think if he has another fumble ruski game where mm-hmm. he gives up one or two fumbles, I, I actually think there could be some changes. And it might not be like a drastic, like, oh, my God, you're binged. Right. But you might see a timeshare. Right. Dude, he's, CJ, got, he's got Rashard Penny. CJ Prosite. Penny's just got to get healthy. He'll start no, Penny. C- he's got him. CJ Prosite is the next man up. Is, and he, uh, is, he, he, still, is he still with the team? No, only he because is. Rashard Penny is uh, unhealthy. No. Penny will start if Carson doesn't. Prosite is just a pass catching. That's player. true, but he's never had a full. Uh, he's never had the full. Uh, you know, Monty. workload. He's never had the full workload. So uh, Nick Chubb, he's got consistent numbers with Nick Chubb. Chubb totally. Chubb, Chubb, um, Chubb. Odell Beckham had a down game with the that up and down Browns. Who knows what's going on with that team? Oh, Beckham has had one good week and two yeah. not so good weeks. Yeah, Mari Cooper is just part of that balling out Dallas offense. Um, I did hear that he's uh, he's got some some medical issues going on. So hemorrhoids. That's what I heard. That 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 might be. No, he's it, got the raging. Amari Cooper. He's yeah. got the foot. Hemorrhoids. He's got the foot injury that yeah, he's, he's came got, out of preseason with that. He's limited uh, with it. Limited on the the practice. Limited in practice oh. on Wednesday with an ankle injury. Uh, but 
I would expect him to be playing. Look at um, him. Uh, oh, he's got George Kittle. Okay, that's why. Kittle's, Kittle has not been Kittle this year. No, he hasn't. So I'm looking for chinks in uh, Armchair's armor, and I can't wait to play him because uh, my team's just starting going. You know, it's, it's, I, I got a win. Right. I'm feeling pretty confident. Anybody want to trade for Robert Woods? <laughs> I'm just making an offer. You know, just, just talk to me. Just make just a call. Saying. Just say Make a call. So okay, so that that's a, that's a good uh, little recap of the week. Uh, but before we move on into our fab discussion, we actually have a little word from this week's sponsor. Take it away, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week's sponsor is Shady Acres. Shady Acres is a it's a new type of funeral home for people that don't really want to go. Shady Acres is for grandma or grandpa or the people who are just starting to smell around the house. They come here and they think they're going to like some assisted living or whatever, but Shady Acres just kind of moves things along. It's like we, you know, the inevitable is coming and we try to make it come a little faster. Shady Acres, bring your, bring your parents here. <laughs> they will never come home. If you're ready, if you're ready for them to move on, we're ready to move them on. That's so beautiful. Shady Acres. Thank you, John. That was a very uplifting message about the afterlife. My father is 90. Yes. <laughs> and and we, all, we all know we'll make that transition. Uh, he, he's not know. living with me, but, you know, he's starting to smell. <laughs> <laughs> but you oh, still love him. Oh, That's sure. So you point sweet. to me and say, hey, Mr. Chronic Halitosis. <laughs> You smell too. Shady Acres. <laughs> Got that brought from him. You, the Sons of Ather is a fantasy football show brought to you by Shady Acres. The same where, show that where you bring <laughs> your dying parents. Soon to be dying parents. Yes. They may be feeling good, like, oh, I think I'll go for a walk, but not here. I'm Shady not Acres. Dead yet. We have no footpaths. <laughs> we have one, one path into the chamber. The same show that brought you <laughs> Bung Joy. And Dick be gone. <laughs> now brings you Shady, Shady Acres. Only uh, in right. Oregon. So uh, wait, let's let, let's uh, let, let's transition into one little piece here. Let's do it. I love oh, that. Oh, it's breaking! Oh, oh, where we that's my favorite. The thing. soundboard isn't working. Sorry, uh, Ed. Can we pour some more drinks while the soundboard bitch. gets us? Should we together? just talk amongst ourselves? Oh, this free I need app another drink. is just not. Working. That's okay. Like all no. ten of our listeners are really bored right now. Can we do an oh, anti-ad? Okay. We all. We wish you were all here in the man cave drinking <laughs> with do. us. We do. No, we, we don't. That'd be we really do. awesome to have like a an episode where some of our fans, some of our diehard fans that listen to this episode every week, came and we yeah. did a live broadcast. Wouldn't that be fun? I think that'd be awesome as long as they keep their fucking mouths closed. <laughs> yeah. I heard Jared Goff is coming, but he's got to shut the fuck up. We'll put fuck some. Fuck you, duck- Jared. We're going to hand out duct tape. <laughs> yeah. Duct oh, yeah, ta- yeah. You can listen to our podcast. Just get in our van and put this duct tape on. <laughs> in a van by the river. Oh, God. All right. Can we talk about fat? Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's transition into our fab. So, fab. Discussion. For everybody that you guys all know about fab. Oh, well, no, I do. If you don't know about fab, you got to move to fab and get off of that ancient technique called the waiver wire you know the waiver order waiver order sucks it's ridiculous we did that for like the first six years so now we're in our week year seven of this league and we transitioned to free agent uh acquisition bucks so 
the way it works is you get uh, fake bucks. We gave ourselves two hundred. Most leagues, yeah, it's around a hundred. Yeah, I I think that's that's the consistent number. Is it's about a hundred. But since right. it's our first year, we want to make it sort of a... We're testing it out. Yeah, easy mm. transition, yep. you know. And it's for money to make mistakes. It's more, yeah. it's more opportunities to make mistakes. Yeah. But you're not spending your real money, you're spending fake money. It's like Bitcoin. <laughs> not real money. <laughs> People think it's real. It's like the Kubers. Yeah. Kubernetes. Kubernetes. <laughs> That's for you, No Age. We love you, No the, Age. The fun thing about... No, no the, we don't. Stupid name. You know what I like about <laughs> Fab? Is like it's added a whole nother dimension. It's like this other side competition. It's so much fun that's it's going on. So much better. So like you got you got the competition that's happening on Sunday and on game day, and then you got this side competition for who can get this player, and and, and it's like a daily auction because we set ours up to be daily. Mm-hmm. So literally seven days a week, you can bid on somebody, and it clears in the morning first thing. And it's like the first thing when you wake up out of bed. It's like oh, who did I get? It's like Christmas morning, right? Yep. Yeah. Totally. Every, every single day, you get to see who you have, and you you have a budget, two hundred bucks. And uh, you know, the first couple of weeks, it was like a hey, one dollar. You know, like a big fab budget might have been like a six dollar spend or eleven bucks. But not this week. What no. happened this week? Everybody blew their wad on fab. <laughs> I was like, I, I I bid like six bucks on Daniel Jones. I'm like, nobody wants this guy. <laughs> Whoa! Why? Was I wrong? How much yes. did he go for? I think he went for like twenty six or twenty seven. I don't know. Ask Brent. He's the one who got him. Yeah, it you know it was big. Oh no, Brent got the uh, defense. He got the uh, Chargers defense. He he spent big on that. Somebody else spent big on Daniel Jones. I mean, I wasn't in, even close, and I was trying to get the Chargers defense. I spent like I bid like four bucks. Like ha ha ha. No. Well, the, the this king... week everybody figured it out. <laughs> I think you're right. This week, week four. Yeah. I think everybody's finally figured out how Fab is working. They're figuring out that they they got to spend a little to get. You know, the only person there's three people who haven't spent any Fab, and yes. that's Edison and Judas. Judas, uh, you're zero and three. Maybe you should yes, think about need. spending a little Fab and spend Chuck Norris. A couple bucks. But you know, uh, the king Can of I the fab. Some fab from Judas. <laughs> Guess who the king of the fab is? Oracle. Joel, the Oracle, the guy who leads the league every single year since he started this league on how many transactions he he so, turns over his entire lineup. I think three times by the end of the season every year, <laughs> and he's blown half of his fab money. He's at one oh six, and we it's are at the start of three week games four. In. Three Man. games in. When it when it comes crunch time, he's gonna have nothing. So, but honestly, from what I've seen, it it pays to spend big early, right? Because that's when you kind of see who the big free agents probably are for the rest of the season. Later on, it's it's a war of attrition, but I think you, you can make right. some really great acquisitions early and spend big early, and, and maybe it pays off the rest of the year. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see like who who emerges later in the season or late in the season, like say just before the playoffs, that suddenly you know most of us don't have the fab for, but say Park, exactly. who maybe doesn't spend anything, suddenly is like, I will take $200 for that guy. Nobody has a chance of, of yeah. beating him. You yeah, can... that's okay because by then he'll be 0-9 and, and it doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah, you can really start to leverage, uh, you know, holding back. You know, like in, in, in the last waiver, last year we did the waiver order and you got rewarded for holding back on your waiver claims. It's kind of the same, only like last year you had to do it 
Tuesdays and Saturdays. Now it's literally seven days a week you can bid on somebody. And yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. You want to save money, be ahead of the game. Be ahead before that guy gets you know crazy expensive. You got to be like a week ahead. Greg's doing a lot of yeah. that. I see him mm-hmm. kind of picking up guys that are. I try to stay ahead of the curve, but uh, sometimes I I screw myself up because I have like six guys on my bench that can't play right now. So they're either suspended or injured. I'm trying to trade for two of them. (laughs) If anybody goes down, it's like a house of cards. I got nobody left. Nothing left. Yeah, you really do. Your bench is zeros. A bunch of zeros over there. Zeros. Out. out, A bunch of zeros. I mean, look at his bench. The commission is zero. Saquon, AJ Green. I got Michael Gallup. And then I got Golden Tate, who's coming back next week. Yeah, you say. Supposedly. Well, his suspension is lifted after four games, so. I heard that he's going to be on the commissioner's list. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Fuck For you. one reason or another. <laughs> uh, there's some awesome. allegations that'll be coming out soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? They're all, there's always some sort of allegations so on the So you get the out. Judas Unicorn this week, huh, Greg? Yeah, it's going to be... not even favored. I'm not that favored. Sad. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling okay. Um, Montgomery has got me concerned because he was my number three wide uh, running back. And your wide running back? He's my wide running back. Is he, is he bigger I'm, than the rest of the guys? I'm foreshadowing because he's like, he's like a, he's like a, he should be catching a lot more passes. So I'm mm. hoping for him to be a wide receiver slash running back. Oh so wide yeah, running back. I took that way too far. That's not a thing. I think he could be. I think he could be good long term. He's a good number three running back. He's not a good number two running back, which mm-hmm. is what I need him to be with Saquon down. And I had to pick up Adrian Peterson today, and I felt really kind of... What? I just serious? saw that. I oh felt kind of dirty. I had to take a shower afterwards. I felt kind of dirty afterwards. You have nothing I was like, else, dude. I can't yes, qu- you're done. I can't you're not going to play Frank Gore ahead of... Uh... No. You're done, son! No, because they're going to be so far behind. I know the Buffalo defense is supposed to be good, but they're, they're playing New England. They're going to get beat. Good God, Greg! You have two Washington Redskins on your team. <laughs> Come on, you deserve to lose. I'm starting to Washington that is Redskins. Freaking sad. But they are playing the God. Giants' defense. I which think uh, they just tight. gave up 190 wide receiver yards to Mike Evans. So, so right, right. I think the Giants' defense is your uh, best. Your best player on your team is your Patriots' defense. Exactly, and Darren Waller. And uh, yep. yes, yeah, a tight end and a defense are your best players. Yeah. You're fucked. I'm not He's proud. He's totally fucked. Yeah, yeah, I'm really... Actually, no. You know what my third best player is? Phil Rivers, the uh, timeless wonder. Oh, from nice. the, He's playing Miami. Yeah, I He's going to go off against Miami. He might prick. have 57 I don't points. Think I get, yeah. I'll tell you what. Greg has good advice for your team. <laughs> But not his own. I don't take advice <laughs> he myself. Needs, he needs some advice. He managed me to a win last week. But I his need team... to talk into the mirror <laughs> and give advice, and that's for you, buddy. So wait. So it is interesting. So you, you got, which I understand why you got Emmanuel Sanders on on your bench mm-hmm. uh, going up against the Jags defense. Yeah. Who, um, you know, they've been having a lot of issues lately with Jalen Ramsey, who's requested a trade. Yeah. He he, and then he mysteriously after Sunday's game, he uh, called in sick. For practice on Monday. Yes. And now he has a back and a hamstring injury. Mysterious well, soft tissue injury. The uh-huh. latest the latest word that he came out this play. evening is oh, that... Uh, yeah, breaking news? Well, whenever you listen to this in three days, it will be breaking news from a few days ago. He's actually not going to be with the team this weekend 
uh, because he and his wife are expecting a baby girl. You are oh, you are really? lying. Yeah, so something's going on. Yeah, like he next staged month? it. I'm not <laughs> sure yeah, that that's really happening. There's do it in December. Is somebody fact checking? Does he really have a girlfriend? Well, uh, so the the the, the quote uh, Jalen Ramsey uh, was doing the uninter- uninterrupted podcast with uh, Nate Burleson, um, and he said, uh, "quote some dis- disrespectful things were said on their end on the Jags def- or the Jags Corporation." Oh boy, organization. Yeah. The Jags Corporation. Sorry, the Jags organization. Some disrespectful things were said on their end uh, that made me definitely walk out and call my agent as soon as I walked out. Said. That's yeah, not it's all good. about respect. Yeah. I said no. it's time. My time is up here in Jacksonville. Really? His I three, ask for his a three year reign. I was truly over? at peace. I'm not done with the quote. Sorry. Like I wasn't in a mindset of making a decision while I was angry. I was completely calm. I still stand by that decision to ask for a trade. Whoa. So if it is interesting. Like I, I so here's what I think is interesting. And I think it's probably for a different podcast, but let's pretend it's for our podcast. Okay. It, it, is, it is the subject of like how these billionaire owners relate to and have their relationships with these younger football players. It's, it's really fascinating to me because I think oftentimes there's this preconceived notion of basically, bitch, you work for me. Right. Like and you're you're an employee, you yes. got a contract, get to work. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, the owner of the the Jags actually comes out of essentially the automotive industry. Uh, he <laughs> he uh, really yeah yeah. So he um, was working for I'm I'm forgetting the name of it right now, but actually I have it on my phone. So just give me a second. It's it actually is pretty compelling. I think it goes a lot deeper while you're researching that. I I want to I want to surface another theory. Oh, Flexengate. It's what a is it? Flexengate Fox, out of uh, Flexengate out of Illinois. No, that guy is an yes. NFL owner. He yep owned Flexengate. Yes, yes, Shad Shad Khan. Yeah, so he is the first um, minority who mm-hmm. is an owner of, uh, or one of the first who is an owner of an NFL franchise, and he comes out of the automotive industry where this company Flexengate. They um, st- he started working for them in the seventies and eventually bought the company. Hmm. And that has since in the seventies continued to expand the business to um, uh, manufacture bumpers for the for Toyota and the big three American companies. Yeah. And that's how he made his money. He turned a company that was successful, but not but he turned it into a moderately successful company into a multi billion dollar company. And it's interesting to go from that. And then he into bought the this. Jags. And then he and then he bought the Jags. He tried to buy um, to buy into the Rams at one point when they were still in St. Louis, and mm-hmm. uh, that fell through because one of the the uh, the other owners kind of had an option in his deal to actually match that 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 counter offer or that offer. Um, so, but then when the Jags deal came up, he bought the team. And it's just interesting to think of a guy who's who's used to sort of working for very what I would call and and you know my family's very blue collar worked in the automotive industry mm-hmm. but a very blue collar industry in in for manufacturing cars and car parts and that kind of thing to suddenly these guys who are making millions and millions and millions of dollars and then this guy maybe thinks that oh I can just sort of 
So you think there's a connection with like the the management relationship? Yeah. Well, I think it's like it's it's you're a product. I mean, I think there is a level of even if it's not, even if it's not like like really at the forefront of their mind, Mm -hmm. you are a product that I helped create. Right. You know, Hmm. and so you're going to do what I tell you to do, basically. Well, if you signed your contract, I could see where they're just kind of like, dude, just do your job. But uh, right now, a lot of NFL players are kind of like, you know, I'm not going to do my job unless you treat me with more respect and give me more money. It's a dangerous job. I get it. Yeah. But boy, are they all flexing their muscles right now. And it started last year yeah. with Lev Bell, and they're just like, you know. Mel Gordon, this. Zeke, they're just like holding out. They're just like, they're doing their own thing. I have a different theory. I think that he just is not into the Minchu mania. I think that's the main reason that he wants out that because he is he is completely not on board with the with the Minshew Mafia. But, but, I like is it. that based on anything or is that just based on conjecture? That's well, well, totally Minshew. 100% conjecture on my part. <laughs> okay, all right, that's I, fair. I, I make no bones about it. Well, but. I like the fact that Gardner's already the biggest thing in Jacksonville and Ramsey, <laughs> who thinks he's the best player on exactly. the team, is like, I get no respect. Dude, I'm, that's, yeah, that's where I'm going about, with this. Yeah. It's not that it's oh, about... You guys it's not that about are ridiculous. Minchu. I think it's that he's being overshadowed <laughs> by Minchu yes, and he's I, not man. Talking, but you're talking... I could, I could, I could buy into it if you were talking two guys who were on the offense or two guys that were on the defense. But you're talking a guy that's the quarterback, the offense, and a guy who's the star defensive player. Like those guys want each other to be the best in the league. Right. Right. Like there's no reason for them to not. I, I, th- I think it just has to come comes down to what he said in that quote, which is respect. Because when you think about it. We have we all have jobs. Believe it or not, we have day jobs. I, I mean, we don't job. get paid for this. If 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 we were being severely disrespected in our jobs, would we put up with that? Only from somebody who pays me a lot of money. <laughs> then yes. I would be like, I'll take this job and shove it. Yeah, but you also don't necessarily have a, and I don't know what Ramsey's contract is, but you don't have a five year deal that says you have to work for this guy who's being disrespectful to you for five years. Was he really disrespectful? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But it's I mean that's that's no, you, you bring up a good point because there's this like, you know, you do have a, a lot of millennials. I know that term gets overused sometimes, but mm-hmm. you do have, they have a different mindset about work and respect and working for purpose and they they really they have a completely different mindset of showing up in the workplace. So you have all these young guys coming into the league. They're millennials. They have a different mindset of how to work. And then you've got these old curmudgeon types that are like, you know, in their 60s and 70s. And they completely have a different work ethic about what it is. You you bring your lunch pail, you show up for work, and you just get to work. You got a contract, dude. Just go play. Right. I agree with that. And it's But and I'm older. I'm I'm maybe there's something to that that, you know, maybe there's a disconnect. And it's it's not just a Jacksonville issue. It's you yeah. know Jerry Jones. And oh, it's totally. Like yeah. All these guys that are like multi-billionaires yeah. owning these teams, and they can't relate. Yes, I, I, to yeah. The new guys, and I, in. it is interesting because I think if you look at the teams that are doing well, and you're not seeing these problems, you look at the head coach, younger guy. Hold on, Bill Belichick. It's different. It's different. Yeah, they Who get, was telling me? Oh man, they get a process. Bill yeah. Belichick commands respect, and you don't yes. you don't talk shit to Bill because they and win. You better Super show Bowls. up for work. Yeah. When, yeah, but Bill's like a super coach. 
Yeah. The, the owner should not talk to the players. The owner should keep their mouth shut and let the GMs and the coaches do that job. Yeah. The owner should just kind of like, I own it, but I don't really need to talk about these guys because they'll say the wrong things, whereas the GMs and the and the coaches kind of know a little bit about finessing these guys and their yeah. egos. That's well, true. It, it's funny. I was, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier in the week about Belichick, and they it, I think they had heard a, a, another uh, radio show where somebody was talking, somebody who had played for the Patriots, about, okay, well, what what's the deal with the Patriots? What is this? Like, we all know the Patriots way, Belichick, hard-ass, but what does that actually mean? And this guy basically, and I'm sort of paraphrasing, but basically this guy told a story about, uh, well, let me put it this way. The first team meeting that I was in after we lost a game with the Patriots, Belichick tore Brady a new asshole. Wow. And when you see Belichick laying into someone who's, a legend. Right. The best quarterback ever. Yes. You're like, oh. God, that kills me to say that. But it's true. But you're, it, it, does set, it does set the table, so to speak, as like, okay, well, I'm going to expect this. And, and Tom Brady isn't getting up in Belichick's face and saying, hey, man, you can't talk to me that way. He's saying, yeah, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. they all want – I think that's the thing is Belichick and Brady, even though I'm sure they've had their issues, they all know. They both know that each one wants the same thing, which is just more Super Bowls. So let me, let me that, that's perfect. The perfect segue. So let me bring in another angle of why Ramsey might want out. Maybe it's, he sees there isn't a winning culture there. You know, I was making fun with the mm-hmm, whole mm-hmm. Minshew thing, but he sees Foles get hurt and Minshew yeah. comes in and he, they're losing. And, you know, maybe he's, well, actually they won last week, but that's not a great example. But yeah. he sees that there's something there that's broken and he's like, I want out. Well, I'm that sure could also be part of it. I can I can also see where maybe I'm not saying it is the Minshew thing, but I can also see maybe with the Minshew thing where he feels like this is it, it's a joke. Yeah, like it, it's so fucking <laughs> yeah. campy. Like, really, <laughs> this is our thing. So I can get it. Like, especially if if he's got some if he's got some word going on in the background that is like uh, the Patriots. If his agent is whispering in his ear, yeah, the Patriots really, really want you. And he's like, "Fuck this! I'm going to go to the Patriots, play for the Patriots." D, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm just it's making possible. that up. But I mean, you know, especially in this like post Antonio Brown kind of world, like seriously, you hold out, you just ask your agent to put something out in the press. Look at Minka Fitzpatrick; he went from the Dolphins zero and three to Pittsburgh zero and three. That guy's winning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> good call. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so that is our show for the week. But wait, I've got so much more to say. You do? No. Uh, good. All right. So save it for not next week, not next week after that, but in two weeks. We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go dark for a couple of weeks, but we will be back. So hang in there uh, and listen to the old episodes. Commission, you have any final words before our listeners? No, set your lineup. No, I got it. Judas, I'm coming for you. Edison, you son of a bitch. Coming for you. (laughs) You son of a bitch. Have fun. Your wife is a fantastic cook. Enjoy the league. You're going down. Yes. Yes. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, You can follow us, find us on social media, on Instagram at Sons of Atherton, FFL. 
Uh, on on Twitter, we are at Sons of Atherton, and you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. We are now on Apple Podcasts, which Woo-hoo. is amazing. Uh, we are on Anchor. We are on Spotify. We are all over. Wherever you're listening to us, guess what? We're there, too. So uh, thank you so much. Uh, and uh, yeah, have a great weekend. Set your lineup. <laughs>